Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. November 28, 2020. French Toast. Pirates. A car race, and, the man who stands at the center of all of the greatest conspiracy theories. This, is, awesome, today. Awesome today is a daily show, even though it technically isn't every day. It is barely edited and sometimes offensive. It is a good show. Some might even call it awesome. If you are friends with someone who doesn't think this show is awesome, you deserve better friends. Hello. Hello. I feel like we're sitting on the wrong sides. We're on the wrong sides. We're in the wrong room. Wrong room. All we're the things. We're doing things different. We're, we're overcoming is what we're doing. That's right. We've got some a variety of holiday circumstances happening, but we're making a new episode of Awesome Today happen, too. In relation to yesterday's episode, today's challenges that we're facing have nothing to do with drugs or alcohol, but they do involve poop. And I can't remember, that was at least topically some of the things that came up. And that's as far as I'm going with it. <laughs> we're in the room of our sons, our son's room. All three <laughs> sons share this room. We're here in our rocking chairs. Yes. To record today. These chairs have rocked a lot of babies. They've rocked a lot of babies over a lot of hours. Me being one of them. This one I'm sitting in, I brought... But not as a baby. <laughs> as an adult that acts like a baby. Okay. This one I'm sitting in, I rocked Daisy, our almost 16-year-old, when That's she was right. a baby. And last week when she was acting like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> as almost 16-year-old girls are prone to yes. do. Yes. Well, today's November 28th. Indeed. Of 2020. Mm -hmm. So, let me ask you. Bread dipped in a blend of eggs, milk... And cinnamon, and then skillet toasted or fried. What do you call it? That, my friend, is a French toast. You're dang right it is. And indeed, happy National French Toast Day. Thank you. I didn't I'm, even know it had a day. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you like your French toast dusted with powdered sugar? That's a big yes. Okay. Do you like it with butter? No, no. Syrup? No. Yes. Okay. Fruit? It depends. I'd like a, like a raspberry or something, a little tart. Do you like fruit or do you like fruit pie filling? Uh, pie filling would be okay. just fine, yes. So more sugar. Uh-huh. Um, how about sausage? Have you ever had it with sausage? I absolutely have, and I, it's 10 out of 10. would highly recommend Okay. And syrup, though, right? Yes. Okay. All of it. I feel <laughs> so like, healthy. I feel like one of the garbage places, uh, fast food places... Sonic. Yeah. I think Sonic does something Local. like that. They, if they don't, they used to. Yeah. They only quit for lawsuits or something. <laughs> Probably. When you make French toast, mm -hmm. have you ever substituted out the milk for ice cream? What? And if <laughs> you haven't, why in the hell not? <laughs> <laughs> there has to be some boundaries in life. No. 
Ice cream? All, all they've done is they've subbed milk for cream and they've added more sugar, I'm gonna, which you were going to do anyway. I've used this phrase before. I'm going to use it again. That is aggressively American. I don't think you can find that outside of the United States. I'm not sure. As I looked at things, I'm not sure that we are the originators Ugh. of that. That's, I don't know. I don't like it. That's too much. I disagree entirely. Okay. And I plan on trying it at some point. All right. Your funeral. Uh, well, probably, yes, for a myriad of health-related <laughs> issues. Um, French toast, believe it or not, is not from France. What? That's I've right. been lied to. There are ancient recipes. Okay. And I like it when people use the word ancient correctly. Mm-hmm. Ancient isn't... My grandparents. No. Ancient is, well, you you want me to answer that or you want me to move on? Dum-dums and ding-dongs. Okay. Yeah. Those are, that's interesting. You just listed a sucker and a sweet cake snack. (laughs) And it all means stupid. And it means stupid people. (laughs) I wonder what French toast translates into. (laughs) Anyway. um, Yeah. So there are ancient recipes indicating that French toast dates back to at least the 4th century, which, of course, predates France. That's when France was still German. Yes. Right? Yes. And they were, and it was even, before it was officially even German, it was still just kind of like, bunch of warring tribes Here's there. some land. Yes. And people at war with each other, if I recall. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Of course. We Germans, we like a good fight. Mm-hmm. Right, up in, gonna... right up until you take away our Nazism. Oh, no. And by our, I mean them. I've never... Thank I'm you. actually... I, I have Jewish heritage as well. I'm a terrible... Yeah. I'm at war with myself constantly. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you for um, clarifying that. Yes. Yes. Um, now, in France, it is called pain perdu, mm, okay. which means lost bread. Lost it in the ice cream when you're dipping lost it in Lost it in the ice cream. Lost it to uh, an, an occult <laughs> something. I don't know, but it was lost. Uh, what they use most traditionally is stale or old bread and... So it's, ah. it's lost bread with no cause. You you gave it purpose in its bread life. Well, thank goodness. In 14th century Germany, it was known as poor night's pudding. Night like knights of the round table yeah. night. Yeah. Uh, poor night's pudding. It was called such because it was affordable to those without much money to spend. And also delicious. Let's and delicious. Honest. I believe the notes I read... It's at roughly this point in time referred to it as a sweet treat, which always makes me feel like a real douche to say, so I left that out, and but then, then I ended up saying it anyway, yeah. so now I am what I am. Okay. Um, now, this may be, well, let me just present this. In Italy, there is a version called mozzarella in carrozza. Okay. Did you mention... With- does this involve cheese? Um, indeed. Okay. Mozzarella, in fact. Slices of it placed between two slices of the bread that you've dipped, oh and gosh. then you fry it. What? So basically, we're talking about a French toast grilled cheese sandwich, which Why? may Did be I the not know this greatest other? thing I've ever heard of. How am I 43 years old? I've never even heard of this. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I've heard of putting... amazing. Slices of different kinds of cheese on top of an apple pie, which is a cinnamon-rich recipe. I have to imagine this is a delight. This sounds fantastic. I need to have this happen in my life. Yes. 
I, I could even foresee maybe toying around with dipping it in a, a good red sauce. Or a raspberry jam. With the cheese, too? Yes. Okay, okay. So you could go sweet or savory. Yeah, do both. Why not? Both? All in, in one bite or alternate? No, no, alternate them okay. for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, fix it your favorite way or try something new. Have some French toast today and celebrate it. I'm going to. Sounds amazing. Yes, we will do this. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, we don't have any bread will. in the house. We need to get some bread. I'm lose it. literally getting ready to go to the store when we quit recording. <laughs> Truth. True story. Don't forget the mozzarella. Okay. Do All you, right. Do you want this? Yes. Okay. I'll take this. Because in 1717, Edward Thatch, better known as the pirate Red Blackbeard. Why did I almost say Redbeard? I don't know. I feel very <laughs> concerned. <laughs> Well, Concerned. it's because of my Scottish heritage. I just like... I'm Irish. My beard is... What part of it is not white is black. <laughs> you were looking towards me as you said red beard. Do you have a secret lover? No, I don't. a pirate with I a must, red beard. I, the, for some reason, my mind just thinks all pirates are named red beard. And maybe there wasn't even ever one named red beard. Um, <laughs> I'm bad at pirates. Yes. Okay, Edward Thatch, better known as the pirate Blackbeard, captured a French ship known as... La Concorde, or the, the La Concorde is how Americans say it. La Concorde. Yeah, and then he renamed her the Queen Anne's Revenge. This was his famous, mm -hmm. would anybody that knows anything about pirates. They know this. They know the Queen Anne's Revenge. Yes, he equipped her with 40 cannons and over 300 men. That's Pretty, a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. He, I hope he had a good organizational system in place on the Queen Anne's Revenge. I think he did. He created quite the imposing presence. Blackbeard was an actual brilliant pirate. Yes. Good at his business. Industry titan. There is suspicion. We'll never know. Yeah. There is suspicion that he came from a very well-to-do oh, yeah. noble family. I feel like that's right. All of that. And so he had some schooling, some, schooling, some intellect, some awareness of presence. Yeah. Well, he did, in fact, tailor his whole image with the intention of being so imposing that people out of fear would just choose to surrender rather than fight. Yes. And and amongst those things, so he was a, he was a tall guy. Okay. And that's especially when you go back in time to less um, less good nutrition. Yes. People didn't get as tall. All yeah. that when someone was tall, it was much more noticeable. Okay. He he had as was what he was named for. He had a very imposing, mm. very severe black mm. beard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, would braid it sometimes. All kinds of fun little things. He wore knee-high black boots, a lot of black, but then often a very colorful splash of a coat. Okay. Very pirate-esque, which I think was the preemptor to the clothing outfits of pimps in the 1980s. Oh, okay. I think they must have been pirate-inspired. Inspired, okay. Um, and then he would hang, often he would hang fuses out from underneath, these lit fuses out from underneath his hat, and especially in a, a dusky lit environment, it would almost make him look like a demon and it would just scare the hell out of people. You know, I feel like this was all inspiration for the Dread Pirate Roberts of the Princess Bride. Oh, I'm sure. Yes. Feels very familiar to me. Well, despite his scary reputation, there are no verified accounts of his ever having murdered or even harmed 
was he held captive? Yes. It yes. was all a facade. Well, and I think a pretty smart plan yeah. in the grand scheme of things. Because if you are out there just really treating people heinously, you're only going to inspire the quote-unquote law enforcement of the day to find uh, you. Yes. But if the experience was pleasurable otherwise than just <laughs> having all your stuff stolen, then you're you're going to be lower on the priority list. You don't ever want to be number one most wanted. Yeah. You want to be like five, six, seven, somewhere a little further down the list. His former captives were like, that was the best kidnapping I yeah. ever had. Yeah. And I walked away empty pocketed, but uh, I felt nice. I had a good time. <laughs> He even gave me some rum. <laughs> <laughs> All right, continue on with the pirate theme. Okay, well, 1720. So just three short years later from when he, he captured the Queen Anne. 1720, uh, Anne Bonny and Mary Reed in Jamaica are tried and found guilty of pirating and sentenced to death. They are both then discovered to be pregnant, which oh. gets them both a stay of execution. Oh my. Well, a little scandal thrown into your lady piracy. Lady pirates. Who who would have ever known unless you know anything about pirates? Was this this sort of like pinnacle heyday of pirating, particularly in the Caribbean? Caribbean up through Bermuda on towards the eastern coast of uh, the United States. Yes. All through there. You had a lot of Every country in the world that was still sending oh, yeah. ships over to plunder yeah. the new land. Yeah, this and is so, yeah. definitely colonial days. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, interesting. All right. Well, how about this? In 1895, the Chicago Times-Herald, I can only imagine that's a newspaper. Yes. Chicago Times-Herald organized... Actually, it's a man. <laughs> He had a mouthful of a name. Yes, he did. Uh, he, no, he, see, you're messing me up. You're messing me up. The Chicago Times-Herald, the newspaper, organizes the first ever auto race, automobile race mm -hmm. in America. It is from Chicago to Evanston and back, a total of 55 miles. Six cars participated. The average speed of the winner of this race, seven miles an hour. This this is amazing. Yeah. This is amazing. Have you ever tried to make yourself drive seven miles an hour? No. You can you can sprint much faster than seven miles an you hour. You can put your car in neutral at the top of the hill in our neighborhood and just coast. Right. And probably get oh, to seven miles an you hour. You would exceed. By the time you hit the bottom of the hill, you'd be breaking the seven miles per hour law. Amazing. But here we are, 1895. And they averaged that. That means Average. when they were going up hills, they could have gotten out and walked faster than the car. Yeah. I'm wanting to say, I'm wanting to say that we walk at a at a pace of somewhere between three and five miles an hour. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Good, good job, 1895. Hey, yeah. they, I mean, it wasn't even 1900 yet. They were doing the it's best true. they could. It's Calm true. down. I'd love to know how much fuel it took yeah. to, <laughs> to do that as well. How how much of uh, climate change that we want to identify was due to that instead of now? Oh, my gosh. Let's just blame it on them. I think it's a worthwhile thing to do. Okay. Well, things are about to get interesting. Oh, if no. they weren't already. Okay. And I think they were, but this particularly sparked my interest. Okay. Let's hear it. Admiral Richard E. Byrd Jr. Do you know him? Oh, I do know him uh, from some of our forays into conspiracy theory land. Yes. I don't want to say too don't much. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil what it. What year are we in, though? 1929. Okay. 
he makes his first, in 1929, he makes his first South Pole flight. Now, Admiral Byrd is a fascinating character. Mm -hmm. even, even back to his heritage. I mean, he did stuff without the necessity of his heritage that was quite impressive. But his heritage is amazing. He is a descendant of one of the first families, and this is capitalized first families, oh. of Virginia. His ancestors include, among other very impressive, accomplished people, John Rolfe, who was married to Pocahontas. Okay, you know what? Speaking of Virginia, you know what I forgot to tell you? No, I don't. That the uh, dread pirate Blackbeard has supposedly left buried treasure all around the eastern seaboard and the yes. Caribbean, including in Virginia. I am sure that that is believed and not true. Pirates, I, I don't think they made a practice of burying. They were busy spending. They were busy spending, but it all, all roads lead to Virginia in this story. I guess so. Maybe right. that's why so much of our own nation's uh, naval military is oh. in that region. They're really just looking for the treasure. That explains everything, including Admiral Richard Ebert Jr. Yes. So, Pocahontas as yes. a great, great something grandmother. Mm -hmm. um, he himself, in his lifetime, was a friend of Edsel Ford, who was one of Henry, was Henry Ford's son, and so oh, then man. as well... Got to be good friends with my good friend, Henry. Yes. Always uh, come back to Henry Ford. Even, everything seems to. Even ultimately receiving sponsorship and financing for some of his various polar expeditions from the Ford Motor Company. Okay. Now, Bird went to, ultimately he went to, attended the Naval Academy. Okay. While there, he played football. He was a gymnast. We're, we're really, you really just have to appreciate, he is the... He is the Renaissance man of the 1900s. Yeah, he sounds like a sort of all-American dude yes. in, the, in the early 1900s in America. Yes. Mm -hmm. He did, of course, as anybody who goes to Naval Academy, went on to serve in the Navy. Was highly decorated. Um, after twice receiving a silver life-saving medal, mm. uh, both of which he earned because he jumped overboard to save someone who'd fallen overboard. All right. I feel like in today's Navy, that's a big no-no. Yeah, they um, don't want you doing that. No. The, but in the I, 1920s, it was sort of like anything goes, right? Boat, I mean, cars were only going seven miles an hour, so a boat couldn't have been much faster, right? Yeah. So it was, he'd received these two medals, he begins then a series of assignments that I'm sure were not were not minor, mm -hmm. but they certainly seemed cushy in terms of uh, that they kept him close to the nation's elite, yeah. military leaders, congressional leaders, all of this. His final assignment, in fact, being on the presidential yacht. Okay. Now I don't know exactly what that means because he'd had a series of yacht assignments one of them was a gunship that was referred to as oh, a yacht okay so i don't know what the president you yacht president <laughs> president i don't know what that was but it was it was something and it didn't sound nearly as severe as it sounds pretty cushy yeah. that's not a bad uh, post to be assigned to i think now he had a forced retirement He'd had a, a, I think it was an ankle injury way back when at Naval Academy, and it had flared up again. He'd done something to re-injure it while on the President Yul President Yul Yacht. I did it again. <laughs> wow. I need to. 
I need to really dive in. There's something here deep in my psyche that's trying to find its way out. What is, I got to do some Google searching. What is presidential? I'm disturbed by this. <laughs> and I, in the meantime, am highly quite, amused. Quite humorous to you, yes. yeah. Um, so yes, the president, you know, not, um, hurt himself again. He's, he's more or less forced into retirement, which seems strange. Okay. Um, but it, it didn't slow down his life. He, he transitioned then, uh, to a focus on involvement in exploration. Right. So 1926, he was part of an, a, of an attempt to fly over the North Pole, which he and his team did, team did I can't talk you today. You need to take over. His presidential team <laughs> claimed to have accomplished, um, even circling there for a time and all of that. And it did solidify him absolutely as a national hero, parades mm -hmm. and all the things. Yeah. Even though some very heated debates existed from them all the way until current about whether or not they actually made it to the North Pole. Okay. There was a journal found where there was some writing that was then erased and then you could still kind of read what it said and some coordinates that were there maybe seemed like they didn't actually make it. Oh. In any event, it did not decrease his standing. In the in the eye of the nation. That's right. He, okay. He was the answer. Okay. So 1927, Bird led many, one, many? No. I really can't well, talk. Let me just, you want me to take, a, take, take this over one. a little bit? Take this okay. one, yeah. Well, in 1927... Bird led one of the many attempts to make a nonstop flight across the Atlantic from the U.S. to France to get some of that French toast, you know what I mean? French toast. Now, his plane crashed, and yes. while it was being repaired, that old dog, Charles Lindbergh, won that race. Yeah, that's why, that's why you don't know Bird. Yeah. Is the one who crossed. That's right. Charles Lindbergh stole his lunch money. That's right. And won the prize. That's right. Okay. Well... 1928, finally, Bird begins his first expedition. So he'd been North Pole in it, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. He begins his first expedition to the Antarctic, mm -hmm. South Pole. This trip being where the 1929 flight to the South Pole occurred. Okay. Now, Bird completed then three South Pole expeditions before being interrupted by World War II, at which, even though this is baffling to me, even though he'd been forcibly retired from the Navy, he ends up fighting in World War II as well. Okay. And then at the completion of the war, he was appointed ultimately by the U.S. government to be in charge of continued Antarctic exp exploration. Two more major, major expeditions down there. And this is where my knowledge previous of Admiral Byrd yes. kicks in, because now here we are as promised in Conspiracy Theory Yes, land. cue the... The eerie music, whatever it is that makes you feel conspiratorial. Yes. Bird. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Originally, was very interested in 
the hollow earth theory. Have you ever heard of this? Oh, uh, vaguely. I vaguely remember this again because of our equally shared. You may mm -hmm. have a little bit more. You may be like more like 75% interested in flat earth theory. I'm fascinated. I'm fascinated. I'm like 25%, but I vaguely remember the hollow earth being. Yes. This connected, is, sort of? This is a much older thing. Okay. Hollow earth has appeared in ancient mythology, folklore, legends. Yeah. It's a thing. And there are some very interesting things about his North Pole expeditions that tie okay, into this. Okay, all right. If you are a buff on hollow earth theory, you undoubtedly know yes. Admiral Byrd's name. If you're not, it's a worthwhile read. It's truly fascinating. Okay. Just to go dig through some of that. Mm -hmm. Now, as to his South Pole expeditions, some of his journals, which are fascinating to read, are used as support for flat earth theory, not least of which is commentary around the ice wall that he encountered. Mm -hmm. I'm not going into the details for you. You need to go look this up. It, half the joy of a conspiracy theory is finding it yourself. Oh, yeah. So don't lean on me for that. Okay. Um, now, if you're not on board with hollow earth, flat earth, you're just like, no, it, I'm, I'm not ready for that. Yeah. I'm not ready for that right now. Yeah. I'm still dealing with COVID. Well, don't feel left out. There's plenty more. There's plenty more. Yeah. There is a television interview, uh, a couple of them actually, that Admiral Byrd participated in. You can find these on YouTube. On and, YouTube. And you should, if for no other reason than to get this face-to-face -face experience with Admiral Byrd so that you will... You will know as you listen to him, as you watch him, he's not some wackadoo. Mm -hmm. He is truly, he is the genteel, all-American, yeah. every man wished he was Admiral Byrd. Every man's wife also wishes that her husband was Admiral Byrd. He, I know I do. Yeah. <laughs> now, he, was, he was a stud. He really was. He was one of the first families of Virginia. Indeed. Come on now. Indeed. So, on these, he speaks... He calls Antarctica, rather, an untouched reservoir of natural resources. Now, when questioned, he also speaks to the military, potential military importance, because there was a fear. We're talking about um, both some of, the, some of the interview before, some after World War II. We're talking about a concern that one of the other world powers could surprise us mm -hmm. by flying either over the north or under the South Pole yeah, yeah, and yeah. approaching from an unexpected direction. Right. And there are, amongst the hundreds of conspiracy theories out there about Hitler, there is one that he escaped alive to Antarctica okay. and had a whole base and all kinds of stuff there. Whoa. He may still be there. I don't know. I, I hope not. He, he was kind of a nasty dude. I hope not. Yeah. Um, so, so he speaks a little bit about that, but you can tell in his presentation this is far less important to anyone, him included, than the natural resources that are there. Okay. Um, he comments that they found enough coal. His expeditions found enough coal to supply the whole world, in his words, for quite a while, that they literally found a mountain range of coal. The like entirety of the mountains. Literally just mountains of coal? This is what, this is what he states. Oh, my 
Additionally, evidence of many other minerals, including oil and, most importantly, a real treasure trove of uranium. Okay. Now, Also, he, unobtainium. Well, yes, of course. <laughs> of course. Okay. It was a little further south uh -huh. where nobody could get to it. Yes, exactly. Hence the name. <laughs> <laughs> so he speaks very candidly. Yeah. Very, very forthright, very honestly about this. And he's excited about it because Whoa. he's seeing yeah. not wealth creation for individuals or for corporations. He's seeing humanity taken care yes, of. Yes, exactly. He really does seem like a, a good-hearted, good human. Okay. Well, he doesn't, he doesn't, I don't think he had any more interviews after that. Almost as though maybe somebody was shutting him up. Okay. He died of, quote, natural causes. What? You forgot about the Antarctic Treaty. I'm getting there. Oh, okay. Sorry. He, he died of natural causes, air quotes, if you will, in 1957. And then in 1959, the United States and every other major world power, and over time a few others as well, entered into the Antarctic Treaty. Mm -hmm. Which is interesting in and of itself. I've read it. Yeah. That's the kind of nerd I am. Oh, yeah. It's interesting that we go from one minute, from here is literally the glut of all wealth. Everything else in the world is a fraction of the wealth. Understand that just the land mass alone of, of Antarctica, if you support the globe theory of the Earth, yeah, it's, it's far bigger than the United States. It's far bigger than North America. It's a massive amount of land. Yeah. And, and that the wealth that was thought to be there was... Made ever the rest of the world combined looked like we were just downstream. We were the trickling edges of the wealth that existed there. Interesting. And then it goes silent. And then nobody can go down there. And then even governments who are going to be involved there are all policing each other. Yep. Hey, it's fishy. That's all I'm saying. It is it's fishy. fishy. And if you really want to push further with all that, it's on the heels of this that we begin having all of these high atmosphere nuclear tests. Interesting. Which flat earthers are all over this. Okay. All over this. Interesting. And then all of a sudden again with that, another treaty where that all ceases to happen. Mm -hmm. So you take your pick of conspiracy theories. Somewhere along in there, Admiral Byrd's probably got got something to say about it. Could one just go to the Google machine and type in Admiral Byrd conspiracy theory and just you, get in there? Yeah, you could probably read at least for the rest of 2020 nonstop <laughs> like it was your primary J-O-B. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was a whole thing, Admiral Byrd. Thank you for that. Yes. All right. I really do hope, I really do hope some of you are inspired to go look into this. Again, pick your Pick your pleasure. There's so much to all of this. I feel like Flat Earth is one of those conspiracy theories, which, first of all, yes, it's easy to be like, oh my gosh, that's so dumb. But when you start looking at all of the material that people present, you, you're like, right. well, I guess I can see how someone could believe that. And it is the gift that keeps on giving in that right. there's just, there's so many different threads to it. That you can, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things to chase down. But the same, in many ways, I feel like the same is true for Hollow Earth. Yeah. The same is true for 
this idea of of hidden wealth. Yeah. That is in Antarctica. It just literally every this is a major piece to so many conspiracy theories that exist. I, I feel like if if you have any self respect for your conspiratorial thoughts, you should go oh, look yeah. into it. And if you just have a family member oh, that is, and yeah. you want to be able to know how to keep a Christmas holiday exciting, you've got a few days to go read up. There you go. Yes, you're welcome. Yeah. All right. Can I tell you a trending that I found highly amusing? Please do. I love this. Okay. We were looking through the recent trending searches on Thanksgiving Day itself. Not the days leading up to it. Thursday, Thanksgiving Day. One of the highly trending searches, like number three, I feel like, on the whole day, was for green bean casserole. Yeah. I love yeah. all of you who are Googling green bean casserole on Thursday. I love you. I see you. Yeah. I, I stand in solidarity with you. I am also the kind of person who'll be like, all right, I got the canned green beans. I got the canned onions. I got the cream of mushroom soup. Now what? Now what do I do? (laughs) Damn, I forgot Aunt Rita was going to be here. She wants it. (laughs) Where do you stand on green bean casserole? Is that a thumbs up or a thumbs down? I used to like it a lot. Okay. And then I realized at some point, finally, I actually don't like it. I just like the crispy onion thing. Oh, yeah. And so I'd rather just eat those out of the can. Right out of the can. And, And sit in such a way. As though I've got one arm wrapped around it, guarding uh, so I can forearm people away from it while I hoard the entire Put it in a headlock. Yeah. Okay. Well, can I interest you in going on a little world? World. Watch, read, listen, lifestyle. You did it. You want to try it? Lifestyle. I don't feel like you throw the funk on it. (laughs) I don't feel like you're really invested in it. Because I feel like you're just doing it to yes to appease me. You're right because it's one word. There is no break in the middle. But I try I disagree. for the sake of our marriage, the unity of our marriage. I try to make it into a two well, a, a, a multisyllabic word, which it is not. I mean, it is two syllables, but I mean, thank you. A compound word yeah. is what I was looking for. It is. Look, I I love you. I love you. But not so much that I'm going to overlook this. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about you what to watch. are getting a demerit, just so you know. Don't push it. Too many demerits in one day. And I don't know. Uh, you already do all the crap jobs, so I don't know what I'll threaten you with. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll pretend like I'm going to take over diaper changing duties, and then I'll then I'll renege on that agreement. Okay. Just Ooh. to give you a little bit of hope Yikes. and then crush your, your hopes. Oh, well, it got real dark. That's all I know to do. You do all the bad jobs. <laughs> Let's get this. I'll make you be in charge of the next time a mouse gets into the house. Um, no, I reject that. Okay. Well, then learn it. Okay. <laughs> Let's watch something before our marriage dissolves in front of the eyes What of to watch? Tell us what to watch. Well, as we were talking about the pirating, I remembered a show that you highly enjoyed. I did. I've seen all the seasons I of. Did. Black Sails. I think it was on Cinemax? Stars? Stars. Stars, that's right. Yes. It tells of tells the tales of all the pirating adventures, including Anne, Bonnie, and the other one, Mary, something. Yeah. The yeah. lady pirates were in there. The lady pirates, the man pirates. It is Caribbean-centered. Gorgeous cinematography. Uh, yeah. I no, mean. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put a whole lot of lean into for the historical accuracy of things. And if you have a sensitive constitution, it may be a little rough for you. Oh, it's rough. 
it's rough around the edges for sure. But, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, so go watch Black Sails if you're up to it. Yeah, if you like a little conspiracy in your life, you should go to YouTube. You should look up Admiral Byrd and whatever other things you want to throw in there along with his name. Conspiracy, interview, yep. flat earth, hollow earth. Throw all these things in there and just have a have a fun little adventure of digging down into that. Yep. It's like a whole community of rabbit holes. Yes, it is indeed. All right, if you're going to read something, join with those of us who are reading recipes on Thanksgiving Day. Read that green bean casserole recipe. Yes, read right? it. Read it now. You may need it at Christmas. <laughs> There's a good chance of that. You'll have forgotten already, I promise. Or I, that was a selfish thing to say. Or whatever next holiday you celebrate that requires family <laughs> present. Maybe you're Jewish or uh, Kwanzaa or what? I don't even know what all the other ones are. There's so many. I care about mine. That's the one I celebrate. So not saying I don't care about you. Just you sort you you do you. I'll do me. All right. <laughs> and hey, honestly, you don't have to wait for a holiday. You can it's have green, green bean casserole any day it's of true. the year if you want. In fact, if you really want to, if you really want to take advantage of, of opportunity, you wait until just after everybody, all those uh, other Christian folk are done celebrating their Christmas holiday. Because all of the surplus, green beans, onions, cranberries, turkeys, all that stuff, they got to get rid of it. It's going to go on sale. It'll be on markdown. Yeah. All right. I don't think we have any listens. Not that I can think of. Okay. We've basically been listening to family members. Mm-hmm. Yep. How about some lifestyle? Lifestyle. Well, we went ahead and we dug around to find what are some of the hot purchase items right now. Yeah, on this Black Friday as we're recording, uh, extending through to Cyber Monday, all the sales, all the weekends, all the, all the time. These are the things that you should be getting or mm -hmm. not. I don't know. They're just some of the things. We, we didn't do an exhaustive list. These were just some of the things yeah. that we thought were they jumped interesting. Out at us. Yeah. I don't think we'll buy any of them. They jumped out at us, though. Um, everyone this year is talking about the always pan. I don't even know if to the full extent of why this is so important. If it, you know, for a couple of years now, it's been Instant Pot. Well, Instant Pot, I think, has been replaced by the Always Pan. Instant Pot's still on the list. It's still on the list, but, but it's yesterday's fallen. news. Yeah. Because now people want yeah. that Always Pan. It must be something extraordinary because the prices range anywhere from $95 to $145. Yeah. I, I looked at a picture of it. It didn't look that special to I me. I thought to myself, there, I will always not replace any of my pans with that. <laughs> I like mine. Okay, now speaking of what you, you kind of caught your eye, what's next? I saw a 75-inch 4K TV. Yeah. I would like three or four of these. I simply don't know where I would put them. Yeah. There's literally nowhere in our home. That can accommodate. That can accommodate 75 inches of... <laughs> Digital delight. <laughs> Do you remember the price tag on that? It was I don't, not cheap. I don't. They're not, but they're not as bad as you'd think. Okay. Um, I feel like depending on what all features and resolutions and things you're going to demand, that you're probably 1500 or below. Yeah. Okay. You could go higher, but I feel like you could get one in that range. All right. Something that's been trending for several years is the DNA kit for yourself. So you can send in a 
little sample of your DNA and yeah. find out all your heritage and also let the FBI and every governmental Everybody agency in the world. track you down. But now it's not just for you humans. It is for dogs. You can do a dog mm -hmm. DNA kit. We probably need one. For our non-Bosties. Right. We paid the Bosty price. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't think we got Bosties. One of them is. One of them is. Yeah. The Still other is. is a huge question mark. Francie, she's, uh, I don't know, man. She's mostly bulldog. She got that, some bulldog. In that DNA chain. She got some dumbass. All <laughs> kinds of things. Okay. Um, how about the Roomba S9 Plus? Oh my goodness. It is Alexa compatible, Wi-Fi enabled, self-charging. It maps your home. You know what this sounds like to me? It sounds like, hey, FBI, if you didn't know enough, or CIA, or NSA, or whoever, if you didn't know enough about me, here's a whole map of the entirety of my home, plus there's probably a camera and a listening device and everything else. You can you can monitor me and what my dog just ate. That's right. It's going to cost you, too. Yeah. eleven to $1,300. That, I, I don't, I don't see it. I don't get it. Well, it also empties itself. Did you see that? You, well, you, when you plug it in to charge it, it empties So do itself. I, but I, <laughs> I go for a lot less than that. Oh, you don't shave as much as you used to. It's true. But in the day, you did some shaving. Did you yeah. know that Gillette Labs has, not, not just Gillette, no, 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 no. Gillette Labs. The labs, the laboratory. Yes, they have released a heated razor. This sounds Beyond stupid. Uh oh. To me. I thought you were going to say luxurious, amazing. No. Okay. A heated razor. So you're going to, you're going to take, now granted, it's a hundred and forty damn dollars. Yeah. But, but my suspicion is you're talking about maximally five dollars worth of components. Yeah. To bring heat to a piece of metal yeah. or several pieces of metal. Yeah. You feel real comfortable swirling that around in water and then pressing against your your front door to the world, your face. No, it seems inadvisable. It seems like a lawsuit waiting to happen and not one that you'll ever win enough to compensate for what you suffer. That's why it's from Gillette Labs. They're like, listen, it's yeah. from our laboratory. Experimental. So, uh, yeah. If your Use face catches your on fire and you crack yourself... It's, hey, we told you. Use it at your own risk. Yeah. Okay, I think one of the, I think it's safe to say one of the biggest game changers for us as human beings this year is our Theragun. Yes. They are a sponsor of Sorta Awesome. Um, but if you are looking for that sort of like entry level Theragun, because then, you know, the price tag, it gets up there depending yeah. on. It's worth it. It's worth every single penny of it. Um, but if you need an entry-level Theragun, they've got the Theragun Mini right now, normally $199, marked down to $175. It's not a huge savings, but I would guess I would guess that the Mini is still worth it. I know the full size is mm. worth it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I can't even begin to laud this magnificent creation as it so deserves. Can I say this on air? I don't know if this is safe to say on air or not, but your chiropractor has one in his office. Yes. In like, fact, one in every one of their offices. Yeah. In every one of the, the treatment rooms. There's exactly. One in there. That's I how noticed. legit they are. Yeah. They're, they're, and that's, 
I don't know. The, the guy that created I don't know all the history. He's not. Is he a chiropractor? I think he's a chiropractor. Okay, and he was in go. like a motorcycle accident or something. Yeah, yeah. And needed to do some treatment for himself. And yeah. And that's how the Theragun was born. Makes so, sense. Makes sense. It's yeah. good stuff, though. That That's definitely, if, if it's within the budget, that that's a fantastic gift for someone this year. Yeah. The full or the mini, either one. If you're going to buy one, go to theragun.com slash awesome. And there you go. Click buy. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. All right. We and in it. the memo field, put that you'd like to see the profits go towards the producer of Awesome Today. Okay, that seems reasonable. Right? Yeah. We just gave him a free ad on here. We did. It's actually super authentic. I think we would be raving about it even if they weren't connected yeah, to no, our it's, it's a good business idea. in any way. We, we regularly give shout-outs just to things that matter to us, even if it yeah. doesn't benefit us. Yes. All right. Is there anything else that we're forgetting? I think we got it all. Me hearties. Me hearties, indeed. All right. Well, have an awesome today, would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. Piracy is, like so many other things, highly underrated. Be a pirate. No. Be a great pirate. That would be awesome. Find Awesome Today and Sorta Awesome Media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok and literally everywhere podcasts are found.